<laughs> hey y'all uh welcome back to the talkaholics podcast this is iman this is razia and this is episode 27 28 i lied it's 28 it's one of those numbers guys you'll know by the title <laughs> <laughs> anyways um this podcast or this episode rather is actually a really good one i think because uh we got into the nitty-gritty of traveler's guilt as we coined it mm-hmm. um but basically uh immigrant girl's guilt about making decisions for herself especially about travel yeah so um you know we went into a little bit of a rant about that and then razia finally did something that i have i bet you if you if you're a a like a a, a, can i speak english what am i saying (laughs) if you (laughs) i think i think what you're trying to say if you listen to the podcast yeah that's what i say (laughs) from the day from day one if you're a day one listener there you go you know that razia has not watched black panther um because i don't know lame um but she finally (laughs) she finally 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 watched it so we we talked about that a bit and um our expectations for maybe a second black panther so that's pretty much the episode um we hope you guys enjoy Okay, so for anybody listening who doesn't understand why this is such a tr- like a hard process, when you come from an immigrant family, and for some reason it's a Muslim immigrant family, it is so difficult for a young women to do like any travel. Tra- any travel. Any travel. I could just go to a different city in yeah. the same country, in the same province, and it could still be an issue. <laughs> Anyways, so basically, I'm trying to um, do this trip, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna break it down. It's a it's a volunteer trip, you know. And, like, I'll be gone for, like, about a month and a half. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to come out prepared. I'm going to make this presentation for my parents. I can't believe you made a And I'm going to, it's going to outline all the benefits, why I want to go. I'm going to even say some of the um, negatives of what, you know, like, (laughs) the drawbacks. So I can show them that I'm reasonable. Yeah, I'm going to be objective about this. I'm going to screw myself over. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I made this beautiful Prezi. Oh, man. I I love Prezi. Can I see it? Can I see it? I will show it to you. Yes. Um, and I basically just, you know, I, I outlined, you know, what the organization was about. Okay. So, like, what they do, who right, they help, yeah. you know, the backup to give them an idea. Context. You know, where they're located. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I even gave, like, um, why I want to do this and then why it benefits me. Okay. Right? From, like, an educational work standpoint. Right. And then I was like, okay, what are the negatives to this? And I even laid those out. And then... Like, it was probably the most nerve-wracking thing. I thought I was in an interview. Like, I felt like I was in a life... Like, this is a make-it-or-break-it it interview, yeah, do yeah, or yeah. die. Like, everybody was stone-faced, cold. Like, no one was giving me any emotions. I was so nervous. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, And then they basically flat-out said, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, no, all three of them were, like, <laughs> mainly, like... Well, my brother was, my brother was like, su- trying to support. Okay, that but my mom and dad were, like... My mom is more like she doesn't want me to go anywhere because she's scared. Oh. But like I that's, sorry, that's just mom. Like yeah, that's, that's what they do. Yeah, My true. dad was thinking of it more of like it doesn't make any financial sense. Okay. Which I agree with. Yes, mm-hmm. but I also think that finances aren't your shouldn't be your only motivation in life. Like 
I I am in a very privileged position where like I still live at home, so I don't have a lot of things to pay for, and like this opportunity presented my presented itself to me, so I was like, you know, if I'm gonna take it now, it's gonna like if it's at any time to do it, it would be now because. Like, in the future, I, I want to still go to my do my master's and all this stuff. So you don't know what life is going to throw at you in the next right. couple of years, right? More responsibilities. Yeah. I might move out. Who knows? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, and this opportunity gives me a chance to see a, a nice... By the way, it's Budapest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, like, this place I've always wanted to visit. Um, I get to have free housing because mm. I would be staying with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, I would be doing really good work. Right. Um, it's with working with refugees coming mm. into Hungary. So... I was, like, trying to put it that way to my parents. They, it didn't really go through, yeah, <laughs> like, oh. that to them. Oh. And I honestly, I understood their point of view. And I tried to, like, let them know that. I understand what you're saying. However. Still, I'm very much interested. So, basically, yeah. the end of, it was, and I'm a very emotional person, so, of course, I cried. Um, oh. <laughs> Did you do the angry crying? Yeah, the angry, angry cry. It was the angry cry. It wasn't even, like, a, a sad cry. It was, like, you're not understanding <laughs> yeah. me, so I'm frustrated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, it ended off with them saying, like, you know, we don't want you to do it, but like obviously we're not gonna say no. Yeah, you're old enough to. You back. Yeah, yeah, you're old enough to make your own decisions. So think about it for a little bit, and then when you make your decision, let us know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I honestly like they made me rethink everything. At that point, I was like, yes, I'm ready, whatever. And then mm-hmm. they made me rethink it again. So I was like, rethinking it. I was reaching out to friends, like you know, like what should I do? This is my situation. Trying to get like perspectives. Like, am I not being? I don't want because sometimes I can be very. Um, spontaneous right. like i can if, if i see something i get really like hyped over the yeah. positives and i kind of o- not look at the negatives and i go for it more or less like a passion project for exactly you, what it would be. so yeah. i was trying to be rational i was like Iman, this is That's a good. big like choice you know think about it yeah so i did and i thought about it for a good like two three weeks and then after that the other day i was like to my mom i was like hey like and my one of my mom's suggestions was like because i was thinking of going like soon right mm. and she was like why don't you push it to like later in the year so like you can save some money and then mm-hmm. when you go you're not coming back with no money and stuff like that like be smart about it so i was like oh you know that might be a good idea and i didn't want to push it too late but it's because summertime prices for tickets and stuff go up but i was yeah. like you know what i'll have more time <clears throat> to save and i also have points that i can take for flight like travel and stuff like that okay so i was like thinking about it i was like you know to, i was like to my mom like you know what? i think i'm gonna take your you know suggestion and i i'll go later but i still want to go and she basically was like no no. She didn't say no, like you can't go, but like she was like, she's like, I don't, I don't want you to. Do this. Oh. And I was like, listen, you said you're gonna support my decision. She's like, yeah, but doesn't mean I'm gonna be happy about it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, but like, it is what it is. Yeah. And then she was like, okay, well we have to have a discussion again. And I was like, why do we have to have another discussion? Yeah, like the we already had a discussion. <laughs> this is my decision. So now I'm waiting for her to <laughs> discussion. <laughs> to I was like, listen, we can't wait. Like tickets, you know. Prices are going to go up. Yeah, yeah. And how long, sorry, just to like give people context who are listening, I, I think going back to like your financial comment, it's because yeah. this is like a volunteer trip. Yeah, I'm not getting paid yeah. for it. But, yeah. however, I'm not paying for housing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be no, there no, for over, you know, there. over a month. Someone. Like, yeah. And I think the opportunity, like you said, like it's, I don't know how long your friend is there for doing this project. Um, she's going to be there till September. Okay. So she started, she left okay. last October. October 2018, and she's coming back September. Yeah, and so obviously this opportunity will not last forever. Exactly. Um, And it's an amazing country that I've I've also wanted to go to so badly. Oh my gosh, architecture there is crazy. And again, like you you know someone there, the opportunity is ready for you, and it's time sensitive. So 
yeah, I, I, I completely get that. You're like, want to jump on it. And I like that you, I still, I can't get over the fact that you set up a whole Prezi. And like, yeah, I set up a whole Prezi. Which is good because that, that, I hope that that shows them you're serious, but is what is probably freaking them out. Cause yeah, because like, they're like, wait. Because the first thing my dad was like, when I was done with my Prezi, he was like, so are you telling us that you're going? Are you asking for permission? For our, not permission, but like, are you asking for our opinion to consider mm. and then make a decision, or already have you? Are or, or did you already make a decision? Mm. And then like right then and there, I was like, because mm. yeah, like, <laughs> like half of me is like, well, I decided, but I didn't want to like be like, no, I decided, I'm not considering yeah. you. But, but obviously, I made it. Door. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, I want to, I want to hear your opinions. And then that's when they told me like, they just crushed my dreams. Oh. But no. Um, Honestly, like, it is, they, their points are valid, 100%. Mm-hmm. And, well, my dad's points about, like, the financial thing, the, those are valid. Yes. 100%. Yeah. I, yeah. I did this, take those into consideration before. I still take them into consideration now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, and then their points about being, like, worried about my safety, still valid, but I don't think as relevant because anything can happen. No, it doesn't matter what country you, you go to. Yeah. There is, ish, there's, like horrible, horrible things happening all over the world, and for that to stop you mm-hmm. from doing what you want to do, yeah. I think is. I mean, don't be stupid. <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, you don't yeah. want to go into um, situations that you know will get you into trouble. But exactly. this whole idea, like, oh, if you go to this place that's maybe near this place, you might get into. Like you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like yeah. that kind of thinking will hold you back from so much. From everything, and yeah. that doesn't work. Like when I went to Europe, when I was on my exchange, like I was in Europe at a time where yeah. there was a lot of stuff going on yeah. where. It was very anti-Muslim, no, like Islamophobia sure. was very, very high. Yeah. Um, at that time, especially because there was the bombing in London and then um, Ariana Grande's concert, like right. all yeah. this stuff. I was there at that time, mm. so like there was all this like um, rhetoric around Muslims, and I was fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. And that that's why like not to get all communications major on you guys, but like <laughs> it, the media plays a really big part in um, how we perceive issues like not that these things aren't happening there's still right. of, of course there's hate crimes and of course there's people who um don't understand muslims and and will actually violently physically like you know or verbally attack you mm. because you are muslim of course but those are things that happen in toronto too exactly so yeah. when i went to europe when i i was very nervous when i went to paris when i went to london um when i went to croatia mm. <laughs> like mm. when i went to you know all these places i was very worried for myself because i was for like sure. oh all these people are gonna look at me and hate me yeah no, that wasn't the case. Yeah. And that's why I think, like, yes, of course, we shouldn't um, take away from what people are yeah. experiencing because it does happen, 100%. Mm. But at the same time, it shouldn't stop you from doing what you want to do, traveling the, to the places you want to be. Yeah. You just have to be cautious and be aware of your surroundings. And yeah. if you ever, you know, like, face a hostile person, you just have to... Obviously, you deal with it in the way that the situation is presented like mm. if it's a person that's verbally abusive yeah. you know like there are certain ways you can but you can... I, I, but to your point again that stuff can happen here yeah like it can happen here. it has happened here 100 yeah, 100%. yeah. So... every time i step on the subway like i see some weird look like you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. every time yeah. i walk out into the street if i walk yeah. into an area that isn't um you know very culturally diverse like scarborough like mm. scarborough is very culture if i yeah. walk if i go somewhere else that isn't very diverse I'm going to get looks. People mm. look at me weirdly. People, like, step away from me. It happens here, like, unfor- it's an unfortunate thing, yep. but it's not going to stop me from going out and doing things I want to do. And honestly, like, travel is such a good way for 
us to be exposed to other cultures yeah. and for people to expo- be exposed to us. I mean, at the end of the day, too, everyone knows like when you're in the when you're in your twenties, like this is the opportunity and the time for you to be traveling. Yeah. For you to explore <clears throat> the world because you know later on in life you have greater responsibilities. Yeah. You know less opportunity because you're gonna have to be stable and grounded in your house. Exactly. Care of whatever you need to. So I and I think both of us our nightmare is to find ourselves in our you know mid thirties. You know. And, you know, again, having that stable household and then going, I wish I did this. Yeah, I don't want to regret it. Like, that was the thing. I was like, if I pass this by because I'm scared. Mm. um, Out of fear, exactly. Yeah, if I'm scared that, like, when I come back, I'm not going to be able to pay off my loans, my OSAP loans or something like that. And then in a couple years, I'm like, wow, that was such a great opportunity. Why didn't I do it? I don't want to have this regret. So, um, and, like, another thing is, like, the, the one thing I hate hearing is, like, why don't you travel when you get married? Oh, 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 okay. That burns, it boils my blood. That's like, podcast episode, honestly. Like, Fuck. Not that you can't travel when you're married. Sure. It's yeah. not, that's not the point. It's not that a, a man or a woman or whatever marital, you know, it's not that someone's going to tie you down. It's the fact that when you make that step, there are new responsibilities and there's new, like, there's new financial um, restraints that mm-hmm. occur because you're now moving into a new place. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're not moving into a new place, you're, you're, it's a new lifestyle. You're, yeah. You there's different you know you have to work out your finances with your partner your scheduling all that and you stuff. have to be um like you know you have to think about your partner obviously mm-hmm. you can't just like take off and leave yeah you've exactly. married that person <laughs> like they're part of <laughs> yeah. your life yeah exactly. you know what I mean so yeah. like there's cer- like your situation changes mm-hmm. so now I'm not tired like I'm I'm loose She's good. I'm She's free good. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so not that I won't be able to travel when I do get married you know inshallah yeah, yeah. but um it's just that it's a different step in your life. No, for sure. And I, I, I think for, oh, well, at least people like me, I know not everyone sees eye to eye on this, but I personally like the idea of traveling alone and or independently and kind of choosing where I want to go when I yeah. want to kind of thing. I mean, like, it's a different type of travel. Mm. Like, it is traveling with your partner travel. is great. Yeah. Um, whatever. But, like, traveling with your friends is a whole different experience. No, you know absolutely. what I mean? absolutely. I don't think and, you can um, that. Yes. I want to do my master's soon. So, like... Right. For me, this is a good way for me to do something before my master's, and it also relates to the work that I want to do in the future. So it's kind of like win-win for me. Yes, there are drawbacks, but anyways, guys, this is my internal ramblings. This is what goes on my head every day. Like, this is what I think about. No, and I'm excited that you're putting it on the podcast, too, only because I feel like this is a way for us to track, like, given in the future. And if you do go, inshallah, to Budapest and yeah. stuff, we'll get to see, like, the whole Exactly, the yeah. Story. I will so. definitely make a travel video for you guys, and we'll Ooh. put it up on our channel. Yeah, we'll link you guys to the, all that stuff. But that just reminded me what you said. There's a bit about, like, you know, feeling selfish, feeling yeah. like you're making a decision solely for yourself, and yeah. that there's some kind of, you know, that you're not happy with what you've been given. Um, there was, like, a there was a tweet I was said. I can't find it right now. But uh, it was about, like, it said something like... Um, Muslim, uh, Muslim young girls who are unmarried spend three months of their time feeling guilt for yeah, making I saw that. About their lives. I saw that, <laughs> and it's so true. Like you yeah. feel so guilty, and I don't know what where this it, guilt comes from. Yeah, like why we're like conditioned to think that we can't do things for ourselves because we have to consider other people's feelings, yeah, especially yeah, our yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because so, we're supposed to be in, in a way. Well, I think Muslim girls, apart from other kind of girls from other cultures or communities yeah. are expected to almost play all the roles. So, like, we're supposed to play yeah. the provider role, the nurturer role, to be, you know, that that stable body inside a household doing, you know, whatever, yeah, house chore stuff and kind of being 
expected to be selfless essentially and so when you are grown up especially in the western world where you have the opportunity to build your own career mm-hmm. get out there and travel learn things for yourself um and do all of that truly independently it's like well wait that's not what was expected of me that's yeah not that's not what i was told that's not yeah. what like yeah yeah <laughs> so i remember looking back at that tweet because she said three months that the girl who made the tweet and yeah. i was like no that was like the past three years of my yeah, life. yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. I, I think I'm, that's the like every and yeah that's like that's the story of my life like every yeah. decision yeah. i made that goes against what my parents wanted me to do yeah came with guilt and still yeah. kind of comes with guilt yeah, yeah like yeah. you still feel guilty for making them not yeah quote-unquote proud at that moment because like yeah. my parents would now tell me that they're proud of me but at that moment when i made that decision they would have been like that's not what we wanted you to you know yeah, they're a little bit they're a little bit disappointed and that's yeah. like obviously not the easiest thing to do with yeah because right? even like for me even con- having the consideration or just thinking not even making any decisions about it just thinking about the idea of moving out is like it just that's oh no burden you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah because so, I, yeah <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> moving out and you're not married yeah exactly <laughs> <For> what? <laughs> yeah, exactly that's literally what it oh is oh my god like it's it and again it's not something any other girl or man outside of like you know our community but our in our same age rate like they'd be like what do you mean that's like typical for yeah. being 23 and yeah. i'm like no, no it isn't yeah it's not typical. but um yeah it's and one I, of those I, I i this is why i really really encourage um y- like girls in general um but Muslim girls, um, or any, like, you know, girl from an immigrant family who feels mm-hmm. like um, she has to stay with her family. Like, y- family's great, you know? Cherish them, yeah, yeah. Re- like, respect it's them. Yeah. You have to be respectful because, like, you still love your family and, you know, they're only thinking of what's best for you in their eyes, right? Compared right. to their experiences, what they went through. Back because they stuff. they yeah. went through, like you know they they had to completely abandon their lifestyles and come here and mm-hmm. like you know it's different for everybody but that's most likely the case right so they're thinking of what to what to do for you to make you successful and not go through what they did right completely understand that but at mm-hmm. the same time i strongly 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 recommend to anybody you know go out and do things that um allow you to explore and to see everything that the world has to offer exactly. and like allows you to understand things other than yeah what your family has conditioned you to think and to believe and what you know what i mean like yeah. if so, you see something on the media and you 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 don't know if it's true like go and try to experience it and and like mm-hmm. because you know what at the end of the day it gives you this um it gives you this independence mm-hmm. um and like a a uh, what is it autonomy autonomy that's yeah. what it is yeah, yeah. like this independence and autonomy to be able to like live your life when i went to europe um, and lived alone for six months. I was. It was so refreshing it's because it is yeah. liberating. Because yeah. not that I wasn't independent at home, but I was independent, but still reliant. Mm. You know, on like my my family yeah. because I went home. Everything's provided for me. Like yeah, the cooking um, and stuff. Like cleaning. yeah, cooking. Even like the utensils made or like pots, pens, like you know, mixers, all this stuff. Everything is provided for you. Yeah. It's ready for you. You don't have to go and buy it. Groceries were in the house. Mm. So when I went and lived on my own, they only gave me one spoon, one fork, um, a wok, mm. and a um, a pan or what's it called? Uh, fry pan? Not fry a fry pan. pan. A pot. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> what a oh. from pan to pot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like a wok, a pot, um, one stir stick. A fork, a spoon, a knife, right. and like a cup. Right. So like, cause you're living alone, they only give you enough for, cause I was for living in need. the dorm. Yeah. So I had to be go and get my laundry detergent. I had to go and get like a hamper. I had to go and get any other utensils I needed, like if I needed a strainer or a measuring cup, like all these things. You know, a dish towel, like all these things that are at home. And you're mm-hmm. like, wait, all these things are they're not going to be there for me anymore. And for people who are, 
um, who have mm-hmm. are living in families or communities that are all, like once you hurt, hit eighteen, like that's it, you're done, like yes. leave home. You're you may out. not understand what this sounds like because it sounds childish to people like that, right? Because yeah. they've already gone through this, or if you've already moved away for school or something like that. But for me, it was like. I have to do all this stuff on a weekly basis. If I don't do it, I have no food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was so liberating and it was so nice because when I came home, like, it was a little tough readjusting to, like, yeah. that family life where everybody's like, where are you going? You know, where are you? Yes. This and this and this every day. Like, yeah. every time you leave the house, like, where are you going? But I still was able to, you know, use that independence that I, like, learned and, you know, bring it to my lifestyle at home and kind of make it fit. Yeah, so for sure. I highly recommend it. Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. I think just to, like, very quickly wrap this up because I, there's, just for the time, for the sake of time, oh, I yeah. have another topic I really know that you're gonna, gonna scream about. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that I think ultimately what we're trying to say is that just, I think, we're not saying, you know, travel for the sake of travel. No, no. We're not saying, you know, travel to put it on, you know, your Instagram or whatever. No. We're not saying, like, leave your parents because you deserve it kind of thing. No. Yeah. It it comes down to, like, you you have to do those kind of new, you have to go through new experiences to be able to to understand what makes you truly happy, I think. Yes. Um, In discovering your own happiness, I think you're probably like, well, I, I know which TV shows that I like and I know what food I like, so why are you, no, but, like, when it comes to, like, going into the real world, you're done school. Like, it's different. It's very different. It's different. And, um, you know, your head, well, at least for me, right out of university, like, I think when I, if you asked me when I was 12, you know, what would you be doing right after you graduated? I'd be like, oh, I'd get married right away and have a kid and, you know, just go on to the next Because that's, yeah, that's what we're expected. It's like this, this, like, um, factory line of, like, expectations. Yeah, exactly. And so it's not that I don't want to do those things anymore, but I think right now I understand that, like, I can still do do those things alongside finding things that also make me happy. Mm -hmm. Because imagine, like, settling for a life just to be able to say that I did the thing. Like, I did the next thing that I was supposed to do, like getting married, like whatever. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh, I wish I went into this kind of career. I just, that's like You don't want to regret that, exactly. And you know what? The thing is, like, unfortunately, those were the situations that our parents or a lot of of your parents maybe were in because they had to come into this new place and then they had to immediately find um, work so that they can, you know, sustain themselves. And a lot of times they may have come with uh, newly ma- like they came married so they have to support you know this their partner or um they came with a family already mm. they had kids mm-hmm. like so all these things like to take into consideration they have to find work and then they would stick to that work for 20 plus years yeah but i think with us like especially like millennials in general there's so many opportunities you out there for choose. us and like yes it's hard yeah. full-time jobs like work is precarious we've talked about this in other podcasts before you know it's a lot of contract work contract work but you know maybe take advantage of that contract work because we have to be able to, we have to be adaptable mm. um especially in the workforce now and um we i don't think we're conditioned to stay in a job for 20 years you know yeah. what i mean yes, yes. um at least not now maybe <laughs> like you know in a couple of years when yeah. you're like okay you know i need the stability right um, find permanent work but like right now I think that there's so many opportunities out there for us that we need to be continuously like looking in that and sometimes looking for new opportunities and new things to better ourselves and maybe contract work is that way is the way to do that truly yeah. so um, I mean to end to end off that little rant <laughs> that lasted like 20 minutes yeah. um, I would coin this as a traveler's guilt <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> Because yeah. it's and specifically yeah. Muslim girls travelers travelers. Yeah, guilt. Muslim it's girl just, travelers go. It's just it's it's not the it's not the best, but I think I mean you you'll work through it. Just yeah. give yourself the opportunity to do it. Say yes to new experiences, and then I find that you'll 
you you won't regret it because at least you'll look back and said I tried. You know. Yeah, exactly. So that's the, that's yeah. ultimately it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I wanted to ask you, Iman, is mm-hmm. what's the one thing on the history of the Talkaholics podcast that you've wanted me to do since I think the first episode you were like, Razia, why haven't you done this? I'm ashamed of you. Wait, I have really bad. <gasps> is- Did you watch Black Panther? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I was about to say I have really bad memory, and then it hit me. <laughs> I was like, yes, finally, you watched it. I did watch Thank it. Thank God. I know, I watched it. And I, I don't even know what, like, got me to do it. And yeah. Finally, I honestly think it was just boredom. And then, like, finally listening to Iman, like, 26 episodes in that I have to, <laughs> that yeah. I have to do it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I did what I watched it like the full thing from top to bottom and like obviously I how, it's a long one yeah yeah but how am I gonna say I don't like it like I love it it was great I loved it course, I've I seen it like it. three times yeah it was so good I think just so like again like maybe we should title this podcast like the last person on earth to ever watch Black Panther but, yeah. like, <laughs> but um I think so my opinions are not any different from what I've seen online yeah um I think the standout person in the entire movie for me I'm biased too because I really like his work uh, Michael G. J. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, sorry. Yeah. Uh, him as a villain and yeah. just his charisma and everything in that mm-hmm. film. Oh my god, yeah. killed me. But like, I, I love. I, I mean, it's done. It's been done before, but I just love his character because, um, yeah, he was the villain, but they made you sympathize with oh, him. Yeah, you understand why he's. Angry. Yeah, exactly. You un- you so get you it. don't want him to die. <laughs> yeah, you don't. But. You don't. Um, and like, I like his his whole like uh, this just the very simple costume like. Uh, what do you got? Special effects on his yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. That so simple, like the little tick marks, but yeah. it means something. They gave it reason, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, I get. I like a lot of the. Obviously, the biggest thing people took away from this was like the costumes and stuff, like the story behind it, um, like the meaning and like you know what what would be, what w- it would have been like should you know Africa not been colonized and was given the chance to. Um, to thrive to thrive yeah and yeah. to use technology to be a better place like you know what would have that looked yeah. like and you got like a whole visual depiction of it and yeah. I was like holy shoot like a lot of this mm-hmm. the set the, again the what they were wearing the colors the aesthetic all the way through was like yeah and I really Whoa. loved how um, they brought in like different elements of African cultures yeah. into it's the costumes because like, it's not just like yeah, yeah. It's not, it wasn't just like West Africa yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 you could yeah, see yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. elements of like Ethiopian yeah. you know like things yeah. in there and it was nice because you recognize it and yeah, I'm sure yeah. a lot of people that are from African the set, like, they yeah. could recognize themselves in those different things, and that's really nice to see. Yeah, for sure. So, I love that movie. I will always love that movie. Honestly, because uh, I can imagine from, like, well, just being South Asian myself that, like, you know, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, India, and Bangladesh often just get mushed together yeah, exactly. as, like, one thing. And so I can imagine, like, you watching it would have been, like, nice to see segments yeah. of things, finally, yeah. right? Um, uh, again, like, the story was was kind of what I expected. It is a bit of, like, a Lion King story, mm. if, if you think about it. And, and which I don't blame them for using because it makes sense with the the whole story of Black Panther and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. It was it was just really well done. I like how they started off with something that you didn't expect. Yeah, like it's the the whole scene in the apartment. Yeah, 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 with the old Black Panther king and whatever, and that whole confrontation. But yeah, they like the story had an emotional core. Like every everything about it was good. I love Lupita Nyong'o. I love and her. And again, how they introduced her and stuff yeah. too. She's wearing a scarf. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they highlighted the issue that yeah, was yeah. going on. Yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. It was, it, was, it, was, it was not even... That's what I like too is that they actually address so many issues mm-hmm. in the entire movie, but it's never like... It's never preached. It's never like really, you know, dug yeah, into. Yeah. It's just addressed. Like mm-hmm. we are acknowledging all these pieces here and that, that I really, really, really liked. Mm-hmm. Um... One thing too, because actually the 
there's not just one villain in this. There's um, Michael B. Jordan. He's like the main one. Oh yeah. But before that is the other white guy. Yeah. With the mechanical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who that is? No. Do you know who that is? Like that? who that actor is? No. I who? Oh, because I was like watching Wait. him. I was like, he's so. I'm like, he's so. He's like so good at what he's doing right now, and I'm like, he's just some random. Like, who the hell is he? And then I was like, that's Andy Circus. He's you're like it doesn't ring a bell. No. <laughs> so Sorry. he he so is Golem in Lord of the Rings. He's um, the main ape in Planet of the Apes. He oh. does a lot of he does a lot of creature acting. He's so like, then you never recognize him. Yeah, that's why I was like I don't know the face, but I get the he's like so you yeah, know, yeah he's yeah. so um, expressive. Yeah, with his he was body. really good. Yeah. So he does a lot of creature acting. Like he's like legendary in that world of like he's the guy who has like, all the blue dots on him and he does like all the facial acting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, you just see Golem. Mm-hmm. So that's. Oh my god, the fact that he was there, I was like so excited. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, and then they did like, you know, everything about it. Everything about like the from, from the plot, it wasn't too predictable. It wasn't like, it was engaging the entire time. It was fast paced. Yeah. The one thing though, if I, the only gripe I had, if I'm allowed to have a gripe, <laughs> was <laughs> that there's that scene where he's fighting with Michael B. Jordan where he's wearing like the Black Panther suit and it's like that gold detail. Yeah, yeah. But it's on the scene where they're on the. Uh, subway tracks type of thing. Mm-hmm. They're on the train track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the CG during that fight, I was like, it, was like, it was a little. It's choppy. It's like not clean. Yeah, yeah, completely. yeah. I felt yeah. I found like it wasn't really fluid. I felt like they it could have been that 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 fight could have been better. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, that that's the only thing I noticed. I was like, why does it look? Yeah. So I I don't know what that came down to, but I also heard that this movie wasn't. They didn't have the greatest budget, but obviously they did really well in theaters. Oh, but, they, I didn't know yeah, that. They, Their budget they was, was they was compared to other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they didn't get, they didn't get a lot, which makes sense for me. Like certain parts of the CG parts, I was like, okay, that's where they kind of were able to maybe avoid yeah. it all. Um, but yeah, they definitely made it back. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. They were more fine. than enough. They made it back. Uh, do you think though that they'll make a second Black Panther? I don't know. I want them to, but like at the same time, like what would it be about? Like mm-hmm. what? Because didn't Black Panther die in the other movie? Yes, yeah. So, like, fair enough, yeah. you know what I mean? Unless they do it in another time. Yeah. Like, before that happened or whatever. I don't know. Continue or does it, it get passed on? It, or I mean, if they go to production now, it would have to be after Captain Marvel, after the second the yeah. next Avengers movie. But, I mean, would they, ha- would they do it in the same time, Period. like, frame? Yeah. Or would they do it before he yeah. dies? Up yeah, to when he know. dies? I don't know. I don't know, because they, um, I don't know if you heard, because they got an award recently. Um, from the SAG Awards is the Screen Guild Actors Awards. Basically, actors vote for other actors who win stuff. Basically, oh, that's, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> that's how it's just that's how it's, mm-hmm. it should be explained. Um, but they won for best ensemble cast. Oh, so nice. all that the entire, all of them were there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they looked all really good. They're all dressed up for it. I guess they're expecting it. I don't know. And uh, he, the main guy, what's his name? I always forget his name. Uh, the main black, the guy who plays yeah, black yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I can't remember his name. <laughs> so he he gets on stage and he basically hints to like you know this is important. Like I appreciate that you guys recognize that you know that this movie was significant for more than just the fact that it was a good yeah. movie. Um, but hey, Black Panther too. Like he like slipped it in there. Oh, so, so I don't know if that's him saying we know what's happening or, or like they want it to happen. It. Yeah. yeah, or like promoting the idea. Yeah, I just don't know where they would take the story. That's my thing. That's the, I don't want it to be, yeah. see the thing with sequels, okay? Mm. Like sometimes they can be, they can be boring. Like yeah. it, there's no point to them. So like, yeah. I want them, yeah, I would love a, a, a next Black Panther, but like don't ruin the first one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know. I, I think because like, well now we know Lupita Nyong'o's character and him are together. 
so what they yeah. would just reign over the king like it's just yeah i don't feel like they, they have a child like, yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know what uh i don't know maybe there's a there's something in the comics that they can pull from to be like here this is how we're gonna twist it make it more interesting that's but, true yeah i don't know given what's everything that's happening with the next avengers movie captain Marvel in the picture like you said like he already kind of died yeah so movies. like does he come back yeah <laughs> like and what happened to what did it get destroyed in the last Wait. avengers movie i didn't watch the last avengers movie so i don't no, I told you, I guys, you already know I'm not an Avengers Marvel person. I just watched it for the culture. <laughs> true, but they like yeah. So Wakanda, they, I just know he died because someone told me. And I was yeah, like, <laughs> no, because they did. A, they battled in Wakanda in the Avengers movie. And I remember the shield breaking down and everything, oh. like their outer belt. Oh, was, so but... then, well, then they would just be exposed. Yeah, but uh, so I okay, maybe I have to go back, but I'm pretty sure like part of Wakanda was not was like damaged like they, it's not the same so it's like okay where do they reside no maybe that's the next movie like what mm, happens next like the right? rebuild yeah kind of like what happened so you'd probably oh, but the, Thor then. oh you know what yeah but remember the ending of how black panther happened yes remember they came it's back to oakland and then they're opening this new yeah so maybe it's the re it's the introduction of wakanda into the world and so how Earth. the world takes it okay nice. because they, they did the un remember they were at the un the last yeah the, after the credits yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that because they want to they want to show people the technology. And so, like, yeah. so then it shows, the, and then this is what, I'll predict what happens. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Basically, they're like, hey, we're from Wakanda. Yeah. You know, like, this is our technology. Yeah. We're, like, the most powerful, you know, place on the earth now. Yeah. And then white people just fight them. Their <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, it's it. The white people fight them. That's no, but honestly, that's, that's probably what, no. you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like. Like, uh, it's probably, you know what it'll be? Oh, it'll be, sorry. It's okay. I love that you're getting it'll, it. It'll be, like, um. Modern day colonization. <laughs> okay. Like so, it'll 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 speak okay. about yeah, like colonization. Yeah. But in this movie, it never they never got colonized. So mm-hmm. now this will happen. Yeah. Or like is I mean since they're it's now the people from Wakanda in the U.S. It can be about assimilation too, right? How do they adjust if they're gonna say for example they they use that new uh building whatever they make mm-hmm. that new organization mm-hmm. and they decide to kind of bring people there then it's like okay yeah the assimilation becomes a topic so there's that. Um, another thing too is kind of I just realized uh, you didn't watch Thor Ragnarok I don't think I mean like it was on <laughs> so I saw like bits and pieces okay. but I wasn't paying attention <laughs> but basically that whole that whole movie ends too with um, uh, Asgard which is like where the Thor's people is are from mm-hmm. uh, that is destroyed completely they, they all have to leave like all oh. these people have to leave so it's the same idea of like okay where did his people go mm-hmm. so the same thing with Wakanda it's like okay are we all making just a different home base like what's happening so I don't know I feel like uh, now that I think about it it could really be um, an interesting like political statement and like historical commentary mm-hmm. it would be interesting it would be it would be neat to see that stuff but yeah I like the Oscars are coming up I think they got the best picture nom Oh, did they? Yeah, so Ooh, I, that's exciting. I'm I'd be so curious to see because it's a Marvel movie. Like no one even expected them to even reach award status mm-hmm. whatsoever. Like people understood it was important, but you know to get recognized at that level, no one thought. So yeah. I'm curious to see at the Oscars what what the hell. I mean, with that? I mean, I, like I would I would love it. Yeah, I think they deserve it. Yeah. but um, I, do I think it'll happen? Well, you have to think the who who the academy is, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Are they gonna vote 
yeah for black panther to win after know. moonlight yeah <laughs> like a black movie already won last year you know what i mean it's too much are no. they gonna repeat it <laughs> yeah. I there's know. only room for so much <laughs> and that's after they thought the white movie won so you know <laughs> i mean that's true i forgot that oh my god well yeah I, I don't know it's either i think it's i think they have a pretty good chance it's them or bohemian rhapsody and Green oh, Book. Yeah. That's that's it. I haven't that's seen Green it. Book. But... I haven't, and I need to. Yeah, I need to need to see that. Oh, um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening into bigger stories just for this podcast today. Black Panther, obviously, and then Iman's whole Budapest story. Yeah, get a little chat for you guys to please go travel if you have the opportunity. Of to. course, of course, yeah, it's um, definitely needed. Yeah, for sure. If you want to uh, listen more to us, we're always on SoundCloud and YouTube, posting every week, or we, at least we try to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Talkaholics Pod. Uh, for any updates about when we post episodes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, any suggestions, please also email Gmail. Us, please. Please email <laughs> us. And if you have any ideas, because, like, again, we're still in experimental mode, um, you know, having a few guests on so far and, like, yeah. we have ideas for what we want to do in the future, but uh, we'd be happy to, you know, take any of that. So thank you guys for listening in. Yeah, and we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye.